Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. With people living their homes more, maybe working from home or going to school from home, we want to make sure that our homes are not making us sick. If we have an autoimmune condition, if we've had chronic illnesses, even long COVID for the last few years, at that point, why can't we get healthy? Today's, today's interviewee is Mark Levy. He's the founder of The Mold Guy in Southern California, and has had the business in 2005. He has experience and knowledge to perform comprehensive mold inspections, specifically for hypersensitive individuals with complex health issues such as biotoxin illnesses, Lyme disease, chronic fatigue, and other autoimmune issues. Everyone on his team who inspects homes is certified mold inspector and certified microbial investigator. They've been trained specifically for people that have these issues. These topics we covered today will allow you to understand how he runs his business, the mold guy, and how he has set a standard for Southern California to help people get healthy by having a healthy home. The first topic we talk about is how his company starts. He wants to know the detailed history of your home exactly, especially if you're going to buy a home, what's going on, how old the home is, can go through certain remodels that may not be reported um, up front. Also, you want to understand too, your crawl spaces, your inner walls, your attic space, all impact your health. He's looking for, when he does his inspection, primary and secondary mold locations, along with understanding how it spreads through your decks, through your ducts, and also through your ventilation system. We also talk about too, is getting rid of cluster and dust understanding that's a huge, huge, huge part of keeping your home healthy. Mark then explains the six-step process, including sampling and testing of certain parts of your walls, mold, and what's going on in your home, understanding it's very detailed. This is going to help you not only you understand your home, but also help your medical doctors too. If you're having autoimmune conditions or chronic fatigue or long COVID, helps your doctors understand exactly what's causing these issues. And then from there, what type of treatment you may need, maybe bacterial, um, antibiotics, things like that too, to make your overall body become better. We also talked about cleaning your home and how do you how do you hire a remediation company? Because that's not what he does. Once you hire a remediation company, they come in and actually change your home, get take down the mold, take out the mold, um, see exactly which walls have to be removed for one, two. He gives you the whole report. The report includes the working plan, how to clean your home. You want to hire a company that does this, that goes through the plan and works the plan to, to, to detail, to spec, to make sure you get 100%. So again, this talk will help you understand what is a standard uh, one called inspection to get your home clean, to keep yourself healthy and your family healthy long-term. And also if you're going, if going to buy a home, how to understand how to find the details of a home that does not make you sick and keeps you healthy too. So again, the show notes has link to Mark, the Mold Guy Inc. Incorporated, located in local, uh, uh, Lake Forest, California, Southern California. Also, he has a number here too to help if you have any questions about what if you need inspection or not, you can get that inspection through his company and they have a very, very good customer service. So enjoy the talk, my friends. Hope you keep yourselves healthy and this helps gives you understand how to keep your home healthy. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Well, again, I'm Dr. Tony, the host of Crooked Spine Show. I'm here with Mark Levy. He is a, the founder of The Mold Guy and what he has done has allowed us to go through his brain day, pick his brain, understand if someone has an autoimmune disease, has Lyme disease, has a biotoxin illness, where they have chronic fatigue, for example, and have hypersensitivity to different things, such as mold, 
How do we find out what that is? How do we test it properly? His team are certified mold inspectors, certified microbial investigators, which is hard to find a company that does this as mold inspectors to help you understand not only to get your house clean and get your house and your body healthy, but also how we do that and how he does his system. So Mark, take it away. I'll give you a quick intro and then I'll let you run with it. So you started your, you founded the mold guy in 2005, correct? I did. Yes, I did. First okay. off, Dr. Tony, thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to join you today. And uh, it's a pleasure to be able to uh, to meet you and uh, really share uh, information with your, your audience and uh, certainly your patients that are listening in right now. Uh, as you mentioned, I started my company uh, actually in 2005. So I have a many, many years of experience in the mold uh, industry. And one of the things that uh, it's taken us to is really to work with people that are really underserved, right? What I mean by people that are underserved, these are individuals that uh, actually have hypersensitivity issues, underlying health issues. Many of our clients, I don't know if you're from, uh, familiar with the, the term SIRS, which is chronic inflammatory response syndrome, uh, which is uh, inflammation throughout the body that really is uh, created through certain types of exposures within the environment. We have people that have Lyme, we have people that have Hashimoto's, we have people that have upper respiratory issues, people that uh, actually have autoimmune issues. So we deal with a, a wide um, group of individuals that are having really severe underlying health issues. And one of the things that I've learned, and we're not medical doctors, but what we are, are individuals that have learned really what it takes to really understand what's going on in people's environments. For the main reason is that your environment is a big part of who you are. And wow. so what you're actually living in and what you're being exposed to is going to really create the individual that you are. And unfortunately, there are many, many homes that are out there that actually are what I would classify as sick homes, meaning that these are homes that have some type of water damage or some type of mold or bacteria or some un underlying type of uh, what I call certain types of contaminants that could actually impact people's health. And so what happens many times is that people really, they don't associate the health of their themselves with what's going on with the environments that they're living in. And in essence, what we've learned and what we've come to find out through thousands of different types of investigations is that your home is the sanctuary. And it's one where if it's not really in its right, what I call healthy state, could actually create certain types of triggers that could put you into a unhealthy type of position. And that's one thing to if, if and we're talking about now this is 2022 um august we've been stuck in our homes a lot of us for the last two or three years because of the pandemic so I, i'm assuming that's going to make your more if you already have a hypersensitivity um autoimmune condition even chronic fatigue too it makes your body more sensitive to things that are around you besides a home that may be 20 30 years old something's going to happen at home right we have to change our water heaters out every 15 20 years the most our things break down, so does concrete, so does piping. So we're not going to know those things are going to happen if there's an issue with your home and how to affect your body until your body gets affected by those conditions. So I, I think your 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 need to get the information out now is very important for people to understand, okay, I may not have a problem yet, but let's make sure my home is safe for me, my family members, my senior, my older family, along with my kids too, right? You want everyone to be safe. 
Absolutely. And as you talk about, uh, you know, the home is something that uh, really is part of the body, if you think about it, because we're in it every day, we're living in it, and we're doing the things that we need to sleep in our homes and regenerate as we sleep and so forth. So it really becomes a very important area, as I called it earlier, your sanctuary to be an area that you really want it to be as healthy as it possibly can. But at the end of the day, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of people that are out there that are actually not really experiencing any health issues, but there are millions of people that are out there and they actually are experiencing certain things and they don't know why. They're walking around, they're feeling a certain way and they can't really figure out what's going on. Many of them may feel that it's the stress of uh, maybe their work or they're getting older or things of that sort. But what we come to find out many times, it's really in, 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 in the uh, truth of it, it's what's going on within their environment. And knowing your home and knowing the history of it and the things that are going on is critically important. So for you to be able to try to uncover these certain types of areas that could be problematic and could be affecting and creating triggers that would uh, certainly drive your health in a negative way. And that's what, that's what you had mentioned too. If you go to your doctor at that point, they're not going to ask you, hey, how's your home environment? Is there a possible exposure? You have this going on too. I had a patient today. She came to me. She had a tumor growing on underneath her skin for about three years until the doctors finally looked at her and say, hey, we have to remove that tumor. Even though it was non-cancerous, most doctors will say, it's your age. It's your lifestyle. And, and, and it's, we're not going to change our lifestyle, meaning we're not going to quit our job, leave our family, kick the dog out. We have to be able to live within our lifestyle in our home and, and feel safe and feel healthy. Sometimes just medically, you had mentioned, and as I agree with too, and I, I agree with my other podcast and other guests, is doctors don't spend the time, sometimes can't spend the time to really dig deep of what's going on with your health. So finding someone like yourself and then matching you up with a, a functional health clinician and someone that specializes in, in for one call it box, biotoxin removal, once you get them, allows them to really synchronize their health so they can get their environment better both externally in their home, but also their internal environment in their overall body too. Yeah, that's such a great point. You know, at the end of the day, really, you talk about um, what differentiates my company from other companies that are out there. It actually begins with the client itself. It's really understanding the client and understanding what they're going through. Up until COVID hit, we were going to about five, six medical conferences a year. So we have a really good understanding of what's going on when it comes to the various types of illnesses that people are dealing with when it comes to exposure. But the most important thing is really understanding their their home itself right and really getting a really good detail in terms of the history of the home and sometimes that could be very difficult because if you think about it there's a lot of homes that are out there some could be upwards of 100 years old and even homes that are 50 or 40 years old these are ones that become even more complex because most of the time you don't even know what's been going on because of the age and the history of that property so there could have been years of things that have occurred but to understand what's been going on within the home is really the most critical thing and that's what we start with we start with really understanding what's been going on with the history of your home trying to see if there's been any for example water leaks or water intrusion issues things of that nature because it's really the moisture that's going to create the problems within the home. And that's the number one thing that people want to really kind of focus their attention on. Has there been a history of water issues? Or is there certain types of uh, footprints, for example, like staining or paint peeling or buckling or separation of building material that's in my home? 
even though that might be building material that's dry, at the end of the day, what's happened is that there's been a, a uh, event that has occurred that could have created the growth of mold that you might not even been able to see. And what happens most of the time with mold is that it's very evasive. You don't see it. It's often behind the walls and cabinets under carpet, things of that nature. So people aren't even aware. But many times they do see these footprints. They see the staining or the buckling. Uh, many times they go ahead and they actually know that there's a water vent and they correct the water source and they fix it, but they don't do anything in reference to really doing the most important thing about the building material that was wet and taking care of that. So that ends up being something that stays within the home. And over time, it becomes a problem and you inherit those things if indeed you buy the home or you're renting a home or what have you. So those are really key indicators that you really want to look into is really what's going on within the home in terms of historical issues. It's almost like you'd mentioned too, especially in California where we live, a lot of people will turn their homes over every five to 10 years. So it's it's hard to say, how do you have the history that you had mentioned? Do you go to the county? Do you go to the city? Do you ask the previous homeowners what they had done? And a lot of people, they'll just like you had mentioned, they'll fix a cosmetic problem, but not look deeper in the sense where they're like, hey, it's good enough. Let's get this thing sold, get this thing rented. What we have to do, correct? That's exactly right. You know, at the, oh, excuse me. At the end of the day, what people are looking to do is that they're looking to really the buyers are looking to buy something and the sellers are looking to sell something. Right. And so when you're, when you're buying, you're, you're, you really have to have an understanding that there's a history that's been there, especially if you're dealing with a home that is, you know, many, many years old. Right. So to have a, a home inspector come in is one thing. They're going to look at things from a different perspective, but to have another company come in in terms of a company that is more environmentally focus as far as really looking for key indicators of certain things that could be problematic from mold growth to other contaminants that are there is something that you really want to take uh, hold of as well. So um, you really want to do proper due diligence. And that's one of the things that I would recommend for people to do if they're looking to buy a home uh, or even looking to rent is really ask those questions, ask questions about the history, ask questions if, for example, have there been any kind of water events? Has there been any kind of mold issues that are here that you had to remediate? So those are things that you may or may not get answers to, but at least you're asking those types of questions. And then when you're going into these homes, use your senses. In other words, if you smell something, then that's telling you that there's a problem that's there. Anytime you smell an odor, there's an issue that's gonna be there. And then you also use your eyes. You look to see if there's any of those footprints as far as what we talked about, the staining, paint peeling, so forth. So those will be key indicators for you to look at and then actually do a deeper dive. And if you really love the home or you really want to rent this place because you love the area, then do proper testing to see what's going on within the home. Well, and you're, you're helping someone live in a safe home. You're doing your diligence before. And sometimes you can catch, like you had mentioned, a problem that isn't a major problem yet. Can you catch a water leak before a pipe burst? Something like that. Well, exactly, right? Yeah. So, well, that's really doing things more proactively as opposed mm -hmm. to being reactive. And, and so you got it right there. And, and this is one of the things that we tell people when you're actually being more proactive and you're doing things in terms of checking your plumbing. Maybe once a year, having somebody come in as far as a plumber to take a look at your plumbing to see if there's some things that are there that could be uh, actually starting to create some calcium buildup where it's starting to degrade. 
And many times what people do is, especially when they're dealing with underneath cabinets, as far as sinks and so forth, they overload things. So you can't really see what's going on. So you want to be really careful about not really overloading your closets, especially where you have certain areas where your plumbing is because something can go wrong and you may not even be aware of that. So at the end of the day, it's all about being proactive and doing the things that you can to really try to prohibit any type of water loss. And you'd mentioned too earlier about the home itself, the, 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 the if you want to call it geometry of the home, well, how does the attic and crawl spaces impact living space overall? How does that help if, if you want to call the home feel safer, healthier? That's a great question. And um, if, if you think about it, a home is a living, breathing system through air movement, pressurization. So if you ever opened up a door or window and you ever noticed that when you open up that window, a door inside the house slams shut. Very pressure system. Yep. Mm -hmm. You can see the pressure and the velocity of what goes on within a home. So a home is actually a living, breathing system. And when you have a crawl space, anything that's going on within that crawl space actually makes its way up through normal air convection or what we call the stack effect. So cool air rises as it rises, it starts to take the contaminants and particulates that are there and moves them upwards through gaps, cracks and crevices throughout the home. And so that starts to impact your living space. So anything that you have going on in your crawl space is really a problem. And it's not that you don't live there, you're not spending time in there, but because of the air movement and the way homes breathe, what's ever there makes its way into the home. And what happens many times, I don't know if a lot of people have ever been underneath their house, but it's not a very nice place to be, right? I mean, I, it, it's one where if you ever go underneath there, you'll see many times you got a lot of debris and, and dirt and obviously that's there. And that's really the main crux of what's going to be needed for contaminants such as mold and bacteria to be able to grow and because many times a lot of that water that's from your grating gets underneath the house mm -hmm. and really creates the environment that uh, is going to proliferate a lot of the contaminants that can go into your home same thing with the attic area the attic uh, actually is another area because we're breeze and so forth that can make its way into various areas within the home as well it's almost like it because mold is airborne it needs somewhere to grow and somewhere to to actually transfer it somewhere else you're using your own air in your home to do that and if you don't keep that air clean it's going to allow it to actually go further and further through the home beyond the spaces you cannot see like the attic and the crawl space whereas you can see that cosmetic change but also feel that health effect you know, that's such a really good point. Uh, mold is ubiquitous. It's everywhere, right? And so you really can't have a mold-free home. What you can do is create an environment that is what we would consider to be a normal ecology, right? A normal fungal ecology. And so what does that mean? Well, it means that you don't have any growth or any type of mold colonies that are hidden within your home. And so at the end of the day, it's taking out what we would call the source areas that where mold is harboring and then removing those source areas and then really cleaning your home. And when you take a look at a mold contamination type of perspective, there's two conditions. There's actually two forms of contamination. You have the physical growth of the mold itself, 
Sometimes you see it as we talked about, sometimes, most of the times you don't, but then you have the secondary byproducts, the spores, the fragmentation, and these toxins that become airborne, they traverse through the air and they settle throughout. Many times they get into your ventilation system, your heating and air conditioning system. And as they do, they suck those in and they start to actually migrate and move its way through the system. And then perpetually as the system is being utilized, actually redistributes it throughout the home. And because of the moisture that's there from conditioning could actually create another type of secondary source for mold or even bacteria to grow. So you really wanna be able to make sure Anytime you have any kind of source areas of mold from the footprints of these activities or events that we talked about are taken care of, removed. And then also the second one that we talked about is the settlement, which really these are the spores and these fragments and toxins that actually settle in the dust. So the dust is the enemy. The dust harbors all these contaminants. And as you do your daily routines and you're going through your home, you create disruption and push things back into the air and these things become airborne again. So it's really important. If there's one thing that I can tell people, it's this. Correct the moisture source. Make sure that you do whatever you can to eliminate the failure and correct it. And then what you want to do is you want to take care of removing any kind of mold sources that are there through proper remediation. And then it's the reduction and removal of the dust throughout the home. The more you remove the dust, the more you're actually reducing your fungal, toxic, and microbial load. So it's almost you're, you're allowing someone to understand how to keep their home clean once you've actually got in there and removed everything so it doesn't happen again and again and again, correct? That's exactly right. I mean, many times, Dr. Tony, it becomes really a lifestyle change because, you know, to live a healthy life, you have to make changes in your life to do certain things. And sometimes they may be a little bit difficult to do. But once you start to go down that path and you do those things, it really becomes easier and you start to live a healthier life, which means that your entire being becomes so much more powerful from the standpoint of having energy and having a lifestyle and healthier type of position than what you've had before. So really the key thing is, is to look at your home as your sanctuary and really be careful about many different things. For example, clutter. Clutter is really our enemy because if you think about clutter home, how can you clean effectively around all the clutter that's there? And a lot of stuff that we have in our home really, do we really need it or don't we need it, right? I mean, we, we know we don't need it, Mark. That's for sure. <laughs> Our kids might want it. They come like, we don't want that either. Why? Why? Just just take a picture. I tell people, take a picture of it, put it in a photo album, and you're good to go. Send it to OfferUp or Marketplace or your local thrift store. You're done. That's right. That's right. So, you know, to eliminate the clutter, which is definitely a lifestyle change, right? Mm -hmm. Many times it really is very difficult to let go of things. Mm -hmm. But you know what's interesting? I, I tell people this is that we're all based on energy. Everything around us is based on energy. And some of it's good and some of it's bad energy. And so what I found in many times when I release things in terms of certain things that I think that I need and I let them go, I can't believe the weight that's off my shoulders, how much I, how much better I feel. So, you know, from that perspective, there's one good point in terms of letting things go. And the other thing is, is that you're creating an environment that really is one where it's easier to clean. It's easier, easier for you to create more of a healthier way of, uh, of, uh, of a life. And let's back up to Mark and let's go through your process. If I'm, if I'm here, okay, I need to find 
would get my house cleaned. I've been told I have some problems. I'm not sure. What's your six-step process you guys do as your company, as the mole guy and your crew get in there and do? What's your process like? Yeah, so the, the number one thing that we want to do is that uh, we want to understand what's going on with the client. Is, are yeah. there any kind of health issues? Yeah. Now, I ask these questions, and the reason why we do that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that 95% of our client base are people that have certain types of hypersensitivity or underlying health issues. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's really important to understand if there are certain health issues that are there, because that's going to give us a really good gauge in terms of the different types of sampling methodology that we're going to do. So we, we understand that position and then we come in and then we learn more about the property. So it's really understanding the history of that property as that we talked about before. What's been going on, any kind of water events, any water intrusions, any type of uh, pipe leaks, things of that sort that you've had done. So once we get a really good gauge of the history of the home, we take a walkthrough and that really stimulates the mind. So they take us through the walkthrough of their home. And sometimes when we do that, they go, you know what? We had an issue over here. Oh, you know what? We had an issue in our family room. So it starts to really create a puzzle, uh, pieces of the puzzle coming together to really understand what's going on in terms of the home itself. Once we get that uh, way of the land, as I call it, we'll then go outside and we're gonna look at the, actually we're gonna look at the uh, building itself because the building infrastructure is so critically important to protect it from any type of water intrusion that could be coming in. So we're gonna be looking at the grading, the landscaping, the exterior walls, the windows, all the potential infiltration points. And this is really the step two of what we do. And then once we get a good understanding of where these areas of potential infiltration points are, we're gonna start logging those in and we're gonna actually point those out for preventative measures. And then when we come inside, <clears throat> it's all about doing a deep dive. And I will tell you this, we spend hours in people's homes and it's really going from bottom to top. And it's really looking at all what I would call where your water sources would be as far as your plumbing, looking at areas of historical issues. So we're looking for, for example, like the existence of moisture or history of moisture. And we use high tech in instrumentation like an infrared camera, moisture meters to try to see if there is any existence of moisture there. And then we use our eyes to see if there's anything that's there in terms of those footprints that we talked about before. Because when you have water damage, there is going to be more likely than not mold that's going to be harboring behind these walls that you're not even aware of. And so that's one of the things that we're going to highlight. We may find a few things. We may find a number of these things. And sometimes, Dr. Tony, the most superficial thing that you see could be the tip of the iceberg. You just don't know. So we point those out and we're going to make recommendations to do what we call source sampling. Source sampling means this is where the mold could be harboring. And when we do that, we use like air samples and sometimes surface samples if we see what we call like an unusual substance that might be there. <clears throat> so that's one thing that we do. And that's how we try to determine where these types of mold sources would be. The other thing that we do is through dispersion is we talked about these molds that are there through their life cycle, they put off these spores and they become airborne. And sometimes there's fragmentation that becomes airborne. <clears throat> and that's when they're living their life cycle. When they start to actually lose the moisture and the water goes away, 
it's like a beautiful rose if you think about it. After, after time, the rose starts to get really brittle and breaks down and starts to fragment. Well, when that happens, the slightest in vibrations takes these particles and it's easier for them to become airborne to traverse through the air. So now you have dispersion of these spores and these fragmentations and certain molds have the ability to produce what we call a mycotoxin. And a mycotoxin is actual chemical that's produced by certain mold species, thus the term toxic mold. So what we're doing is, is that we're looking to see what the full impact happens to be with the home through some of the testing that we do. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that because we do utilize certain types of what I call technologically advanced sampling methodologies to really not only understand what kind of molds there, but to speciate it and to even understand if there's certain types of uh, mycotoxin production within the home as well. And then we look at more progressive samples, which would be the bacteria, because when you have certain water damage uh, buildings, it's not just mold that you want to be aware of, because what happens, there's coexistence of other types of microbes that start to form and exist. And the true primary colonizer in a water event it's not mold, it's actually bacteria. So we can look for certain bacterias, whether they can be, for example, gram negative or gram positive, and they carry certain biotoxins as well. And we can even look at VOCs because when you have water damage issues and there's water events, certain VOCs, volatile organic compounds, which is off-gassing gets created, and it can actually be another area where it could create certain types of uh, health uh, issues as well. So there's a lot of different things that we can do when it comes to the different types of sampling methods. When we're done, what we uh, want to do is we want to show the client all these areas of where these sources are happening to reside. And we want to recommend through validation because we want to see if it's there or not there. So you want to see if it's going to be an issue or not. So we're going to recommend the source samples. And then when we get into the dispersion samples, that's when we do more of the highly technical ones. It's the collection of the dust because the dust, as we talked about, is really what's going throughout the entire home and impacting your home and what you're actually being exposed to. So through DNA formatting, we're able to be able to tell you not only if you have mold, the type of mold that's there. And it's more important when you're sick, not just to know that you have mold, but what types of mold species that are there because it's the species, Dr. Tony, that determines the opportunistic nature of what certain molds can do, right? So all molds in themselves are known allergens. Certain molds could be pathogenic. Others could be toxigenic. As we talked about, they produce that chemical. And so we really want to understand what those are so that we can take that information and really give them tools that they can use with their medical doctor, because that's one of the questions that you ask. So we could test for mycotoxins. We could test for 16 different types of mycotoxins that are there. And so what happens is, is that the uh, client goes to their doctor, they take the results of what they see in terms of what's in their home, and they could see if that has anything to do with what's going on with them. Because a lot of the functional medicine doctors, the integrated doctors, they do have a very good understanding of what goes on when it happens to be exposed in these uh, water damage environments. And so a lot of these guys are looking for certain types of uh, connection in terms of, is there mycotoxins in their home and is there mycotoxins in their system? We're giving a way to go back, like you had mentioned, back to their physician or clinician and go, okay, look, 
I have, I don't need an MRI. I don't need x-rays. I need this test done. So I know exactly how to help myself get better. You're giving him that. I want to say the best way to do it is reverse engineer it. Now I have, I know have that this species of mold that's causing this issue with my chronic fatigue, my Lyme disease or my combination one, two. Now I get myself healthy. Now I have the underlying, if you want to call it test and study to help your body heal not just again get, we got to remove mold yes but now we can actually do it properly so it doesn't come back again and these symptoms come back and come back again so the goal is not only to get your home clean but also get your body clean so everything gets better overall correct yeah and it's also trying to understand if there's a connection in terms of what's going on in your home versus what's happening with your body because a lot of people don't realize that their home could be making them sick they just mm -hmm. don't have that that mental thought process. It's never been asked that question either. Their doctor's not going to ask them that. So being the medical doctor, so you're you're giving them a way to correlate everything together, which obviously that's why your business has grown so much in the last, especially the last few years, to allow them to understand this is a testing you need to do so they can understand the patient, the client, understand what's going on. So you can, that, like you mentioned, now use that same language with their doctor to get the right further testing if need be and the right further treatment get themselves, like you said, healthy. That's the plan. Yeah. You know, it's really unfortunate that a lot of the clients that we have have been the doctors that really are not telling them a whole lot of information. Mm -hmm. And, you know, many times we, we talk about allopathic versus more functional medicine doctors. And, you know, the allopathic doctors are the more traditional type doctors that are there. And many times they're more inclined to give you certain types of medication to try to really cure, or try to overcome some of the symptoms that you have. Whereas when you're dealing with the functional medicine doctors, it's more, it's more about the root cause, you know, the, the, the whys of what's going on and what do we need to do to try to cure it. And so if we can give you information, optics that show that you're being exposed within your home, that you can share with your doctor and they can now take a look at those and do clinicals whereby to see if there's certain mycotoxins, to see if there's certain types of mold that's in your system, now you can make, create certain types of connections of what's going on. And obviously, you, you don't want to be in a position where you have a moldy home because, you know, there's studies and studies that are out there that will tell you that, you know, a moldy home eventually, depending upon who you are and what's going on, is going to get you in a position where it can make you sick. You know, everybody reacts differently when it comes to mold exposure. You know, a lot of it's based on genetics, your previous health position, as well as uh, your current health position and so forth. So, you know, at the end of the day, you want to live a healthy life. That's that's really focus on your home and focus on other aspects of what you do in reference to keeping yourself healthy. And getting back to getting the home clean, what is your process once you've diagnosed everything and found out, okay, this home has this type of, of mold, has this type of bacteria possibly, has these sources of mold and is where it's being dispersed through dust and so forth through the ventilation. How do you get the home to get clean and stay clean? Yeah, so, you know, that's part of the other step process that we go through, because once we get the, um, the detailed results back from the, the labs, we're going to analyze that, then we're going to put together a very comprehensive report. And so this is part of the, the six step process that we're, we actually do. And that 
report itself, it's extremely comprehensive. It's going to actually go over all the areas of issues with pictures, what the results are from the accredited laboratory. And then we actually write the work plan. We tell you what you need to do to correct it. We don't do the remediation. We actually are the guys that come in and we do the diagnosis. We look to see where the problems are, where they are at, and then what you need to do to correct these problems. So then the, the other thing that we do is that we send the report to them, and this is where we educate, because this is really what's key. We tell people you have to be self-educated, right? And at the end of the day, it's all about you being the leader in terms of really getting things done the right way. So you have to go out and you have to be a self-advocate for your individual self and your family. You have to do that. So that's one of the things that we provide is this report. And we require our clients to really go through the report can be very overwhelming because of the detail and the comprehensiveness of it. But go through it, come up with some questions, and then we're going to sit down with them and we're going to go over all their questions, go over the report, and then give them some direction on what they need to do. So really, it's about giving them an understanding of what's going on within their home, giving them the complete details of what these results are and what they mean in terms of the different molds and species and toxins and other types of contaminants that are there. And then we have a provider list that we actually give people. Now we don't recommend, but what we do is it's a great starting point for them to do their own due diligence. Again, due diligence is really the foundation and the beginning of educating yourself on what you need to do. And the more you know about what needs to be done, the more you're gonna get the kind of results that you need to make sure your home is the way it needs to be done. And I also tell people, you got to be really careful who you bring in your home because you really want to have people that know what they're doing and understand the issues when it comes to mold remediation and proper cleanup. A lot of people don't really understand that. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of it is you're, you're helping someone become their best, if you want to call a mold expert for their home. So they get their health better, but then, you, then you again, there's no conflict of interest by giving them a provider list. This is what to ask. This is what to look for when they come. This is what they actually sh they should be doing. So the result is now you're helping them get to the back end of a mold-free home as much as it can be, and a home that's not going to collect mold in the future based on what you're telling them so that they know, okay, when I have this ventilation issue, I have to make sure I do this. You're making them their best mold expert in their mind for their home. Absolutely. And for them to understand that there's a way of doing it, that there's a direction that you want to take is going to be extremely important. And so if you have a report that you've actually had a, a professional come in and give you some direction on and you have somebody that basically is coming in and says, ah, you don't need to do any of that. Well, then I think what you need to do is maybe look for somebody else. Right. Because at the end of the day, you really want to have somebody that's going to understand what your needs are. And actually, if you have health issues, the standard of care is so much higher than what you would see for the mainstream population. So unfortunately, we deal with people that are not part of the mainstream population from the standpoint of their health. So the standard of care is not here. It's actually here. And you need to bring in the people that are going to help you get to a point where it's going to be done appropriately. And I think you're, you're in the right point to where if I'm bringing in a mold remediation company, and all of a sudden they look at the part and go, I don't know what this means. Thank you for coming. Because it's, it's about your health, you, the client, you, the patient, you, the person who owns the home, 
and or rents it out to realize this is my sanctuary. This is my area where I'm going to live and my family lives too. I want this at the high standard. I want this to be here. I'm not going to take take uh, cuts on this thing just to save a couple bucks and then spend more of that money on more medical care down the line. Absolutely. And, and that's the key, right? It's really getting you to be healthier. And what we've found when you do remediation and you do it properly, people are now getting better. And so we always tell people, what do you do when you're sick, when there's a home that's contaminated? Well, the most important thing is you avoid it. So you got to avoid the, the contamination. And, and so at the end of the day, how do you do that? Well, you remove yourself from the environment. And then it, if this is a place that you want to be, then you got to take the proper steps of really remediating in a way where it's going to be uh, healthy for you. What is the time frame duration of say, hey, I called, I called Mark. He came in, and that point he took, he got his report done by this day. What's a good time frame to aim for when you're doing this type of work with your with your clients? Well, it really depends on the severity of what we identify. I mean, you know, a home, like I said, it's not just an area where you're going in and it's isolated to one area. That's one of the things that I really want to make clear because many times people will see that there's been an event and they'll just focus on that one area. But everything mm -hmm. we talked about where these organisms become airborne spreads throughout the home. So you really need to look at things holistically. And so when you do that, you may find more things that you weren't even aware of. And so it's really understanding the full impact of your home and then knowing that that full impact is going to take time. And so I'll give you an example from our perspective, just on average, you could be looking at a four week turnaround in terms of getting everything together as far as all the different types of uh, information that we provide you. Sometimes we could do it much sooner through expediting and so forth, but typically it's about a four week process. And then you're gonna sit down and you're gonna to talk to some of the people that are gonna be there as far as the remediation contractors, do your due diligence, find out what their timing is and what their availability may be. So it could be anywhere between uh, 60 to 120 days, depending upon the severity of what's going on, who knows, right? Well, a lot of it is you're, you're giving yourself time to really dive deep in someone's home. So you want that process to take time. I don't want someone to rush. I would say, hey, take, take, you want four, take six. You want, you want 120 days, take 250 days. Doesn't matter to me because you can live there long enough to see the long-term benefits of having a, a healthy home. So your health and your, and your family's health and maybe future kids or people that move into your home after you too can enjoy that, if you won't call that, that mental clarity, hey, this is a safe home for your family. You can say that with, with sincerity, not guessing. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, it's a point that's well taken. And you know, many times what we try to tell people is, is that we understand and we're very sensitive to timelines and how quickly you wanna get things done. You know, when people find out that they have a problem with their home, they want it done yesterday. And so it's always about getting things done the sooner as opposed to later type of thing. And I get that. But, you know, the steps of doing it right and doing it the proper way are so critically important when you're doing this. Because if you don't do it right, yeah. then the cascade of everything else in terms of bringing somebody else in to try to do it right is going to cost you more money. And then maybe even the ongoing issues that you stated as far as health issues that you still need to try to conquer as well. So taking proper steps, trying to be patient and really analyzing it and getting the right people involved is really going to be in your best interest. It's giving yourself that time. And you said, again, it's not just 
you coming in and your company coming in, but it's also the, the, the client, the homeowner, understand the material also, correct? Does this really make sense to you? Does this really make sense to you to take to your doctor if need be to help them understand through the proper language what your next health health treatment is going to be, but also how we're going to do this for your overall home? Yeah, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about really taking care of yourself from a health perspective and really trying to bring as much information to the table to help your doctor understand what could be going on. And if there is a correlation from your home, then obviously that's going to be something that's going to direct you to do the things that you need to do to take it to the next level to make it a healthier environment for you. Phenomenal, Mark. You you know your stuff. There's there's no question about that for one, too. So a takeaway for people, what should they look for initially in a home to really go, okay, is there a chance this, this I may have a mold issue that's causing my health event to not get better? Yeah, again, I think it, it, what you really want to focus your attention on is certain historical things that have been going on in your home. If you're not, if you're feeling a certain way, and this is really interesting because, again, I'm not a medical doctor, but I go through a lot of experiences through my clients, even my significant other who deals with uh, Lyme and many other co-infections because of mold exposure. So I have a very good understanding of what people go through not only through my work, but also through my personal life as well. And so if you're feeling a certain way and, and, and there could be people that are out there that maybe have chronic, chronic sinusitis or sinus issues, or maybe having certain types of upper respiratory issues, or maybe feeling lethargic and uh, maybe having aches and pains and certain things that are just mysteriously going on and you just can't figure it out, then I think it's something that you really want to look towards your home because there could be something going on in your environment. Because a lot of the things that I've learned in terms of these certain types of symptoms, and again, everybody reacts differently, but if there's certain things that you're feeling that is just not right with you, look inside your home, look for certain things that might've been certain events like water infiltration issues or pipe leaks or certain staining or things that are kind of like those footprints that we talked about before that could represent certain types of mold or other contaminants that are in your environment and really bring in a professional to help you understand and, and ask the right questions. You know, we didn't talk about certain things about other companies that are out there, but there are many companies that are in the mold inspection industry. And I will say to you, there's some good ones and there are some that really are more cursory at best. And so you really want to look at the type of company, if you're having some type of uh, illness, you really want to ask questions about, tell me a little bit about your client base. Are you familiar with people? Do you work with people that have underlying health issues, that have uh, hypersensitivity issues? What is your experience with that? What is your protocol? How do you go through your home? These are things that you want to do and you want to ask those kind of questions, but you really want to do a deep dive and be careful of just doing air samples and only air samples because Air sampling has a lot of variability and it doesn't really give you an indication of what's going on. You gotta be very specific. Everything that we talked about in terms of how you identify things through proper inspection, and then you validate through the testing through really key type of, uh, type of what I call sharp pinhole uh, direction of, of where things could be is really how you wanna direct these types of sampling methods. And then looking at things from a holistic perspective. So. 
at the end of the day, what you want to do is bring in the right people that can help you. But initially, what you want to look for are those key indicators that we talked about. And if you smell something, something's going wrong in your home. Well, I like Mark because you're being very transparent in your process, a process that has worked for you for over 15 years now that has helped you not only grow your business, but also educate your clients on what questions to ask. Do you do this type of testing? Do you look for this? Have you done this? You're giving people a way to not only find a mole inspector, but also get the remediation done and even go to their doctor. You're helping them really get their health better, but also their home, like we said before, healthy because you're doing your diligence of what to ask. And those are the biggest things that people, you see a chiropractor, is you want to be able to find out, okay, if I'm going to go see a doctor or have something done, and I ask for a question to get the right information, are these people who I want to work with for a while so make sure they're part of my team of getting everything healthy? And I think you've done a phenomenal job in this show and hopefully more in the future too to break this down to actually get her to understand exactly if they're not working with you. Are you in Southern California? Are you in California only, Mark? Or are you, is the mole guy in inter, interstate? We, we're actually uh, all over California. We go as far north as the Bay Area. We go as far south as San Diego. So uh, all over the LA County area, we do have other business units that we could uh, actually support clients with as well that are out of state. So we have a, a full you know, mix of different types of business units that really follow the same type of protocol and way of what we do in terms of how we go about helping people. And, and you guys have kind of set the standard higher, which is phenomenal. I like even on your website, which uh, put the links on there too, themoldguyinc.com, allows people to find, okay, if I can't, if I can go at least go to Mark and his team and go, okay, what do I, where, if I'm here, what do I do? And, and for me, that'd be the biggest thing is, is you have the contact to find someone that is confident and, do, and has due diligence to understand if I can't work with Mark in California, what can I do if I'm here or here or here? And what's my next step? What you're, you're basically a free consultation firm for anyone in the U.S. That's exactly right. We actually have a back office and uh, anybody that goes onto our website uh, actually fills out a, uh, a form that's there, goes directly to our back office and uh, we'll set up a uh, consultation with you. We'll ask a bunch of questions about what's going on. We'll see whatever we can do to try to help you. So we do have people that are there to listen to what's going on and try to give you some guidance. And extending your, your team, especially Betsy, I'm going to give her props because she even called me on a Sunday. Hey, what about this show? What's going on here? So you guys are on top of everything seven days a week. Crazy. Well, we appreciate that. We really do. And thank you for giving us an opportunity to be on your show and share uh, information with uh, yourself as well as your, your audience and your, uh, your patients. It's really been fun.